Welcome to my podcast. My name is Bonetia Kublal and I am excited to share information on oppositional defiant disorder. This disorder is important to understand, especially for other educators like me, who will be working with children and teenagers to spot the tell signs. It is also beneficial for parents to understand what this disorder entails and the behavior management strategies that they can use in treatment, which are evidence-based. Because the behaviors and symptoms are sometimes complex, it is often misunderstood and inconceivable as to why this is happening in a young child. Or some people misrepresent the disorder or symptoms that are evident as a phase in a young child that they will get over it. However, this oppositional defiant disorder is characterized by emotionally and sometimes physically violent behavior and a disregard for others. Children with conduct disorder exhibit cruelty from early pushing, hitting, and biting to later more than normal teasing, bullying, hurting animals, picking fights, thefts, even up to vandalism and arson. Based on the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders from the American Psychiatric Associations, this disorder involves problems of one having difficulty in controlling their emotions and are manifested in behaviors that violate the rights of others. For example, having an aggressive behavior or destruction of property or the individual may break rules and laws. The oppositional defiant disorder tend to have first onset in childhood or adolescence and it is more common in boys than in girls at different ages. Many of the symptoms that define this conduct disorder are behaviors that can occur to some degree in typically developing individuals. So therefore, it is critical that the frequency, persistence, pervasiveness in each situation and impairment associated with the behaviors is suggesting of the diagnosis and it is compared to what is considered normal behavior for a person's age, gender, and culture when determining if they are showing any symptoms of the disorder. Oppositional Defiant Disorder, also known as ODD. It is normal for children to be oppositional and defiant, at least some of the time, towards their parents. In fact, it's a sign of healthy development. So when does a child have oppositional defiant disorder? What sets it apart or what distinguishes ODD from normal oppositional behavior is how severe it is and how long it has been going on. Know that there are several key considerations for determining if the behaviors are symptomatic of oppositional defiant disorder. A child with ODD will have had extreme behavior issues for at least six months and it takes a toll on the family. The person would have a pattern of angry, irritable mood, argumentative and defiant behavior, or vindictiveness lasting at least six months, as evidenced by at least four symptoms from any of the following categories that I'm about to discuss. And these symptoms 
are shown are displayed during interaction with at least one individual who is not a sibling. So the diagnostic criteria are having a, an, an angry and irritable mood. So someone with oppositional defiant disorder will often lose their temper, they're easily annoyed, and they're often angry and resentful. Second, they're, they have an argumentative and defined behavior, which would show in their behavior being often argumentative with authority figures or with adults and teachers. They defy and refuse to comply with requests from authority figures again, or they don't want to follow rules. They deliberately annoy others and blame them for their mistakes or behavior, misbehavior in this case. They're also very vindictive. They're very spiteful at least twice within the past six months. Now, those are the key features or essential features or symptoms of someone having oppositional defiant disorder. Probable causes stems from temperamental factors that are related to problems in emotional regulation, as in that they have high levels in emotional reactivity or poor frustration tolerance. So they get easily frustrated and they can't tolerate it. So their behavior will, um, they will exhibit a very aggressive behavior because they can't tolerate a stressful situation. It can also be because of harsh, inconsistent, or neglectful child-rearing practices that are very common, actually. The oppositional defiant disorder is common in families of children that are neglected. So parenting practices play an important role in many causal theories of the disorder. There are genetic and physiological and a number of neurobiological markers which have been associated with oppositional defined disorder like lower heart rate and skin conductance reactivity, reduced basal cortisol reactivity, and abnormalities in the prefrontal cortex and amygdala, which is in the brain, obviously. There, there's no cure for this disorder, but treatment can help. And the treatment often involves a combination of therapy and training for the child and the parents. For children and adolescents, cognitive Cognitive problem-solving training can teach positive ways to respond to stressful situations. Social skill training helps children and youth learn to interact with other children and adults in a more appropriate, positive way. And then there's also parent management training, which can help parents learn skills and techniques to respond to challenging behavior and help their children with positive behavior. The training basically focuses on providing supportive supervision and immediate consistent discipline for the problem behavior. So 
that was a brief informational podcast on oppositional defiant disorder. So if you are a teacher who is worried about a student's behavior, bring it up to the parents. And parents, if you are worried about child's behavior and are having a hard time managing on your own, make an appointment with a clinician who has the expertise in children's mental health so that they can perform an evaluation to determine whether your child may have an undiagnosed mental health disorder that is contributing to her behavior issues or the clinician can recommend specific strategies or treatment that might be helpful. Well, I hope you all learned a lot from this episode as I have and thank you for listening.